everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mixed Up with Mary and Monty. I'm Monty. And I am Mary. Welcome to the show. Mary, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> Happy Sunday. So it's been not a while, but it's been... Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. How you been? Good. I think it's been busy, which is a very good sign. Busy's great. Yeah. Busy's great. So what have you been listening to? There's quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing that keeps popping into my head is Sylvan Esso. Have you heard that record? Sylvan Esso. Oh good album. God. Good album. Multiple songs on that yes. have been entering my brain. Uh, that radio song, literally called Radio. Mm-hmm. And Die Young. Yep. That needs to be in a movie or in something because it's perfect. Uh, Sylvan Esso. Uh, let's see, what else? There's so much good stuff. The new Queens of the Stone Age I love. I heard that was good. You haven't heard it yet? I have. It's really good. <laughs> okay. I'm like, wait a minute. You literally heard it and it was good to me. Correct. I, uh, <laughs> I, I heard like two songs when I came to visit you at the office. Yeah. And that's all you heard? No. And then I, and then I, I had to wait, of course, because okay. you get you okay. your, your, your music early. Yes, I did. So I waited and got it on its release date and it was fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. I really think it's solid. Uh, new Foo Fighters is coming out. New Foo. Next. Everybody. This coming week, actually, on be Friday. Be prepared. Foo Fighter Friday, y'all. If Mary, has, Mary hasn't <laughs> told you yet, New Foo Fighters is coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's coming out, guys. <laughs> What's it called? Three tracks so far. Uh, Concrete and Gold. Concrete and Gold. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that part, nice. but, you know. It's almost like a Platinum and Gold. Remember those Platinum and Gold albums? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot yeah. about those. Well, that's probably their joke. Is probably. that they made Concrete status mm-hmm. and then... I figured it seems like I haven't talked to Dave this week, so I don't know. We haven't really gotten um, into next it. Next time we talk. Yeah. He's in the next room. He's yes. taking a nap right no, now. No, he just can't come out. You know. He's been really busy. He's tired. He's got to rest those vocals, vocal cords, you know? Yeah, he's super tired. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of singing and yeah. stuff. Uh, <laughs> 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 what else have we been listening to over and over? Uh, there's a guy named Dent May. It's called Across the Multiverse, and I love it. Dent May. Mm-hmm. I have not heard that yet. Yeah, it's really great. He's uh, kind of... What kind of music? Uh, it's alt pop rock, I suppose. Yeah. Um, uh, sounds like the Beach Boys to some people. Okay. <laughs> and okay, interesting know, that fun. you uh, gravitated towards a Beach Boys esque well, that group. Was yet another ar- argument this week, uh, or discussion, I should say. It's like, how come you don't like the Beach Boys, but you like everything that sounds like the Beach Boys? <laughs> how come you <laughs> don't like Bruce Springsteen and you like everything that sounds like Bruce Springsteen? So speaking of. The War on Drugs record. Yes. A deeper understanding is really great. All the feels. Yeah, all the feels. All the feels. And they have a song on there. Track seven is 11 minutes yep. and 11 seconds. What? Yep. 7, 11, 11. 7, 11, 11. my numbers, so. <laughs> um, uh, but the album's really long. It's like 60 plus minutes, yeah. which is nice. Because most records right now I'm noticing are like 30 to 40 minutes max. Yeah. And that's it. Thank you, yeah, Andrew, for giving that us is 20 very more true. minutes. 30, 30 to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a standard. Yeah, so. It's interesting. How about you? What are you listening to? I got the new National album oh, recently, I and I really liked it, but I'm a big National fan. Yeah, so it's wonderful. It's hard for them to do something that I don't love, but I really enjoy that album. Yeah. Um, what's that song on the National uh, about a girl? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that's a bit general. There's quite a few songs about girls, I'm sure. Do you have a favorite track? 
I really like the opener. I think the opener, they, they have really strong opening songs. Yeah. I think they do uh, such a great job on that. Um, I've, I've listened to it like three times all the way through and I'm, 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 I'm guilty of that guy that just kind of throws it on and listens. Mm-hmm. I don't really look at like track listings a whole lot of times. Well, so I have to yeah. go back through and look at. If you're just listening. Definitely. Yeah. yeah just throwing it on and letting it run. <laughs> and what's it called again? What's the full on? Sleep Well Beast. Yeah, Sleep Well Beast. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how much I, like, I didn't even, I just opened it up, threw it in the, in the player and didn't even look at anything. <laughs> trying to test your skills here, Monty. But their first, uh, the first song that they had on there, I think, is a, is just like they have with other albums. They it just kind of creates an atmosphere for oh, yeah. the whole the whole album, and uh, it's every album seems to be just a little different, not by much, but definitely yeah. a little different different style. That's why like I, I felt the same way with the War on Drugs album that mm-hmm. there is a little bit of a of a mature uh, maturity towards it again. You yeah. know, he seems to be growing as they should. You know, with every album. There is, uh, I mean, signature sound. The the national, yeah. uh, Matt Berenger. Is it Berenger? Yeah. For his last name? Um, his voice. You mm-hmm. can't not recognize that voice right away. So yeah. Very droney. It tinges it and makes it something no, special. Yeah. I mean, just like, you're like, why do I want to cry? Yeah. The song's probably even happy, but I want to <laughs> cry because he sounds like that. He sounds on the verge of tears <laughs> very much. Um, oh, it was the day I die. I keep picking yeah. all these songs where I like die in them, I guess. I don't know what that sign, what that says, but connecting, day I die. Connecting to you hard, very hard. I guess. Emotionally tapping into. <laughs> well, that song in particular, because I remember looking at the lyrics, is about him, like, you always fuck with me. Yep. And, uh what are we going to be like the day I die? Are we still mm-hmm. going to be cool? Or are we going to be awful to each other? Yep. That was kind of... I've been getting into... I got a few new hip-hop albums. New Action Bronson came out recently. And uh, Action Bronson's Action Bronson. He spits fire most of... <laughs> um, and same thing is with this album. He, again, is just on the mic like completely, which is refreshing considering so many artists now aren't on the mic like they should be. And... Whenever I hear Action Bronson song, I'm like, oh man, this guy, like, he's like old school. He sounds like Ghostface. And, you know, he raps like he's part of Wu-Tang. And he just has such a great flow. Um, a lot of people don't like him. He got in some trouble for some stuff he said. But I still think he's a great, a great rapper. Yeah, he said something dumb. Um, Shredders. They don't have an album out yet, but it's the new Doomtree Collective. Oh. It's uh, P.O.S., Sims, Laserbeak, and Paper Tiger. So it's two MCs and two producers. And uh, they have a new album coming out, I think, next month. Whoa. And they have uh, about half their songs are available to stream. Now you can listen to ha- about half their songs. And I've liked everything that they've done. P.O.S., again, is uh, I think he, I just love listening to his creativity. Yeah. And he makes everybody better. Everybody around him always gets better. Um, the new Lord album I had some time to listen to. It's amazing to me that she is so popular, even though she only has two albums out, right? And I didn't think, I didn't really like a whole lot of that first album. The second album had the kind of, I had about the same reaction. Like, I'm like, this is like great. It's like what you hear pop pop music on the radio right now, but it's not something that I'm going to repeat over and over and over again. But you liked it. Yeah, I thought it was a. I didn't, there was nothing offensive about about it at all. It would seem very much like cookie cutter, like pop.
pop music. It's pop music, yeah. That's yeah. What it's Greenlight, right? That you're <clears> talking about well, the track anyway. Yeah. I just read or listened to her interview with uh, Mark Marin yeah. yesterday, and it was really good. She was talking about how she considers golden era of pop music like 2002 to 2007, 2008. Yeah. So she bases herself like on JT and all of that. Oh yeah. That era of like rules and i was like oh that makes so much more sense for her yeah as an artist and i i find i find more uh appealing uh, lana del rey well you're a dude <laughs> but her but her sound is better it seems like no. most guys but like her sound Marlena is better Dietrich yeah thing you it, know? because her sound doesn't sound every, like uh, yeah her, yeah her voice is very monotone and similar across all of her mm-hmm. albums but actually seems now that like there's like this character twist like a complete Mm. 180 of what she started as where she seemed like a little bit more dark a little bit more sinister a little bit emotional and now like her last album she had a big old smile on her face (laughs) and i'm like there's some like happiness in these songs right which i thought was really nice like at the same time though like there isn't a standout track like there wasn't one track that i looked at and like oh that's the jam yeah she made she made an album which i guess is a that's a compliment yeah i suppose if you're if that's your goal, Definitely. and there's no hit per se, but isn't Lana Del Rey? That's isn't it? She fake though. Like, isn't that a persona oh, yeah. Very in much. itself? Yeah, so. it's a it's a performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, performance music. Fake news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't mind. I don't mind that kind of stuff either. Like, yeah. I think there's a. I think there should be a place for that kind of. Yeah. You know, like music. I'd separate myself. I mean, if I could. You know. Yeah. Slayer has made a career off of that, right? Yeah. Maybe at one point in time they were a little bit more into the dark arts, but now I saw a picture of them in a magazine recently yeah. where I'm like, homeboy's sitting on a yacht, mm. right? Mm. Chilling. Curious. <laughs> I wonder if he'll listen to our mix today. I wonder if they will listen to our mix. <laughs> That's a uh, a good segue into what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, over the summer, I think I sent a text to Mary on a road trip I was going on. And for some strange reason, I came across a playlist that was all Yacht Rock. And while I was listening to all these songs, I kept telling myself, I'm like, this is Yacht Rock? I kept saying that. This what, is Yacht Rock? I, I guess I didn't know what the... <laughs> What's the definition of Yacht yeah, Rock, right? What the, what the definition of Yacht Rock was. <laughs> so I think I even sent it to you, right? I, I think I, so. I think You're I like, what that. is Yacht Rock? And I'm like, oh, well, that's a big old can of worms. I mean, yeah. it's been covered mm-hmm. a lot by a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> the whole Yacht Rock series on YouTube, uh, that whole, you know, Catalina Wine Mixer thing yeah. from, <laughs> what movie is that for the Catalina Wine Step Mixer? Brothers. Thank yeah. you. Yes. So that whole, and uh, the guys, the... Um, uh, What's his name? Why can't I think of it? Documentary Now. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah, um, Bill Hader and Denim uh, Jean. Yeah, that's oh, it. Why yeah, can't I, think I, of forget it? What, I forget what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having a blank moment. But anyway, how would you describe Yacht Rock? I always see it as if there's a video included that they're on an actual yacht. Yeah. <laughs> or like 70 songwriters, but yeah. it has to have that tempo. It has to have like an easy flowing tempo. Yeah. See, I always thought of it as like a <laughs> 75 to 82 easy listening. Yeah, definitely into the yeah. early 80s, I would say. That was like real. the, yeah. I, like whenever, when I, when I was thinking about it too, I remember because I looked at like my playlist and I'm like, 
this is straight 77 to 81 mm -hmm. i think yes. is where i lived at with yeah. all my songs that i picked absolutely but it it was something that was kind of an epiphany as i'm on my journey in you know across the state listening to this yacht rock and i and i ended up getting addicted i, I listened to four or five playlists <laughs> that were all yacht rock right just going through stuff and i realized that i there's a demographic of music that i just never categorized one and two, I didn't have a whole lot of, but I knew a lot of the songs. Well, yeah, it's because it's FM gold. Yeah. You know, growing up, we only had a few stations and one of them, like, that's where I learned all of these songs. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, mid 80s growing up. It's just FM gold, as I would say. Yeah. I think the other signature to it is that it's mostly and typically all white dudes yep. with beards. True. Who sing at a higher register, too. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. There's that. And now that I'm like thinking about it in terms of time wise, if we go 77 to 82 or 76 to 82, that's like post Vietnam and yep. no war or anything going on at that time. So people are, I guess, maybe we're more relaxed yeah, or wanting to relax or I don't know. Didn't think about it that way until just now. The economy's but, on an upswing. Well, not necessarily, <laughs> <laughs> but... Because they get through 76 and 77 and the end of, you know, Vietnam, 76. We yep. know all the terrorist shit that's happening and the awfulness. But then, then 1977 hits with rumors yeah. from Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. And that's like change the game. Oh, and very that much. album was huge. And yeah. I, always, I always call that record my womb music. It's mm -hmm. the first music I can recall intrinsically yeah yep. <laughs> so because i'm born that year and i just remember pool time and relaxing and water yeah so so looking into my uh, parents collection of music i saw quite a bit of yacht rock and i asked my dad like why so much emphasis on these bands at that time and he said it was because my mom and him were settling down mm -hmm. and they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with the family. And this is like probably 80, 81 when I was born. Yeah. So they're settling down. They have a kid. Like I told them, I said, is it a definition like of yacht rock that this kind of was like suburban neighborhoods, you know, families, you know, mom and dad have like two kids, you know, you got to find right. something on the radio that isn't offensive. <laughs> you can't, you can't listen to what you used to listen to. Maybe it's chill. Right? You know, yeah, it's chill. Yeah, you know, so there's this like background music almost, you know. <laughs> it's vacation music. Vacation I music, definitely, definitely. Just chilled. Yeah, it goes. There's a lot of singer songwriter because that's the other thing you and I talked about mm -hmm. in the the. Do we do yacht rock or do we do you know going into storytellers and yep. songwriters because a majority of these people are that. D in yeah, the very much. So. And you'll see a lot of yacht rock. You, you either got two kinds of storytellers. You got the guys that are just kind of talking about a random day, right? And they're trying to find like a rhythm and something to kind of pick mm -hmm. up to. And you have these guys that actually want to tell like a story. <laughs> so right. it ends up becoming this long drawn out story about, you know, what it means to them to be in the time that they're at, right? Yeah, totally. But uh, I think the, when people think of Yacht Rock, I think there's one name that comes to mind. And I think that name has to come up before because we don't want to, put him on the everybody knows what song you all think we're going to put on to our playlist <laughs> and that's sailing by yep. christopher cross and i guess that would be like he would that's, be the the yeah, it's an epitome right yeah he'd be the epitome of yacht, yacht rock, rock right yes yeah. a song about sailing 
that's got that tempo and mm-hmm. that songwriter thing and the high voice and, and he's high, a white yeah. guy. <laughs> but that album was a killer. Like I look back well, yeah, on that and see like people love that song. Yeah. yeah. And I and I remember seeing uh, I, I had a friend of mine who worked at a, at a record store and he uh, came over because I was getting rid of some old records and I just didn't have the room anymore. So he was going through and pulling stuff and he came across the Christopher Cross album and he just put it like to the side. And I, I, I inherited that from my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So when he put it to the side, I said, oh, you don't want to know Christopher Cross just jokingly. And he said, oh, we have like 40 of them in the back. And yeah. I'm like, wow. I said, he goes, yeah, he goes, that's one of like the most popular albums we get in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Absolutely. That's one of those albums. Uh, there's quite a few of those that have like huge, massive, everybody buys it. And then it's got its own time period. Yeah. And then everybody gets rid of it. And yeah. then it comes back to a degree. Which is kind of sad because if you, have you listened to that album from start to finish? I don't know. I it's don't know. pretty good. I have a feeling maybe when so, I was a little kid, like there was an eight track of it somewhere, but. So I, I did it on that trip because I said to myself, oh, I'm like, whole album. yeah, I said, why, why not? Like I have, I'm entrenched time. into Yacht Rock right now. <laughs> I might as well listen to the album that so many people say defines it. Yes. And I listened to the whole thing and I, I wasn't, you know, it's, it's definitely not memorable. But I could definitely see at the time of it being like, oh, this is like so different. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like you can, you can play it in a group of friends, you know, at the beach <laughs> or at a right. It just a like social feels party. Like Florida to me, yeah. And you know, no, it, yacht rock. It's weird. It doesn't. It's necessarily ever seem like West Coast to me. Yeah, it's always Florida or like oh, yeah. islands or Gulf Coast. But you it's, know, it's got to be thing. West Coast though, because my father-in-law True. had the album too. Well. The Eagles. Yeah. You know, the Eagles fall into that West Coast thing, but still interior cowboys who aren't beach guys yeah. necessarily. Correct. So, yeah. I don't know. I it's guess kinda... that is kind of funny because I don't, I don't identify California as a place where you'd go sailing or yachting. Which is strange. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because think about it. I mean, there's some water there. There is. <laughs> there's yeah. some water on that one. And so. pleasant days and, uh, <laughs> I, you know, the water isn't as rough on that side as it is on the East Coast side. Yeah. That's interesting. Anyways, so <laughs> we're going to get into this list, everybody, and we're going to talk to you today about Yacht Rock. And I plead with you to stay with us. For all of you who may have already said, I'm not going to listen to this episode. <laughs> Please stick with us. boring ass pastel yeah. <laughs> fucking episode. But when going through both of our lists today, I got kind of excited because I'm like, all these songs are recognizable, one. And two, all of them are songs that, as Mary kind of mentioned before we started we started the podcast, is like the definition of what a karaoke <laughs> yes, album would yes. be. <laughs> yeah, right? I was saying that our mix is a karaoke mix. Yeah. It's easy to sing. It's easy to do. You Very know, much. That's the thing. So um, I, I do have to make a shout out to my friend Todd, who is a huge like yacht rock kind of guy. And so if, whenever you had sent me that message, I went and hung out with him and we were making a list. He's just like, man, this is the best thing. That's going to be the best mix. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, everybody that I've talked to about it so far, they've all seemed to be like, oh, I don't know either. They, I don't know anything about that or mm-hmm. that sounds like it's going to be awesome. Right. But I usually have to give them a few songs. I'm like, here, here, try these ones. And they're like, and they said the same thing I said. I didn't know that was Yacht Rock. Well, right? we'll, we'll make this shit up as we go here. Correct. What <laughs> we believe to be Yacht Rock. And this is actually a time when I miss Jeremy, too, because I feel like Jeremy would be. Oh, yeah. Would really. 
like add a special one. Oh, very <laughs> so much. You're gonna have to message or he, him before. Or we he'd even... say something really funny about yes. Christopher Cross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shouts out to Jeremy. Yes. He hasn't been here in a while. I'm hoping we can get him back soon. Yeah. Without any further ado, Mary, go ahead. I'm gonna kick it off. Woo! Woo! So this is a weird one where we talk about where people are from and uh, what I was talking about earlier about the change from night, like mid '70s into late '70s mm-hmm. here. This is Crosby, Stills, and Nash, yep. Southern Cross. And to me, this song is also tied to the video, and they're literally on a yacht, on a boat, sailing <laughs> through it. And it's got that rhythm. It's got that easiness of it. Um, I'm looking at it. This is 1982. Mm-hmm. So it's right in that window that we're yep. talking about. From So Christopher Cross put out his album in 79. So we're going to say 79 to 83. I think yeah. it's even more so. Mm-hmm locked in so a band like crosby stills nash and young there's no young on this yep who is so political and you know like yeah the beginning of the 80s their statements late 70s 80s he was transitioning so think about into this song this is them like dude we're tired too let's have a let's chill out let's have a break it's the early 80s who knows what's going to happen next so um and i did have the chance to see stephen stills at celebrity theater i think last year Mm -hmm. and he did southern cross and it just brought the house down it's, oh really yeah, wow it was uh, i mean it's a fucking great song you know, where, where did he play it at, mesa at a uh, celebrity theater oh wow yeah i went by myself i couldn't get anybody to go with me i don't know what was going on that night but it was fun and <laughs> anyway so this is southern cross when you see the southern cross for the first time you understand now why you came this way Cause the truth you might be running from is so small But it's as big as the promise The promise of a coming day So I'm sailing for tomorrow My dreams are a dying And my love is an anchor tied to you Tied with a silver chain I have my ship And all her flags are a-flying all that I have left And music is her name Think about Think about how many times I've had falling Spirits are using me But your voice is calling What heaven brought you and me Cannot be forgotten <laughs> I gotta tell you something about Southern Cross Tell me. Uh, uh, I just wikied it. Okay. <laughs> the song lyrics are about a man who sails the Pacific following a failed love affair. What? That's uh, that's what that song's about? Yes. During the voyage, the singer takes comfort in sailing. Oh, wow. So it really is like the yeah. <laughs> archetype of Yacht Rock. It's complete <laughs> Yacht Rock. And in, uh, the Southern Cross is a constellation that sailors would sail by. Okay. So, I mean... We really nailed it. We got it. Podcast over. (laughs) Bye. See you later, everybody. (laughs) Sorry, I just took the best one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we're moving into my next song from a band. A lot of people don't think they're don't think it's a band because it doesn't sound like a band, but it's uh, Pablo Cruz. Oh, I didn't know that was a band either. I thought it was a dude. It's a it's a full band. Huh. Lots of different members. If you look at like their 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 uh, 
website page, yeah, you'll see a section that says past members, and there's like eight people <laughs> <laughs> on the list. Is Kanye West in there? That's Life <laughs> Life of Pablo Cruz, right? Res, yes. Oh, was that album? Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank but, you for the knowledge. I had no idea. The song we're going to listen to is Love Will Find a Way. So good. Right? That's one of those songs that, again, when it came up on my playlist, I said, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is, if this is Yacht Rock, right? Well, it's got Cruise in the name, so but to it, me, it's got movement. It got movement, yeah. You know, but it, it's like defined, like across the board by numerous people as one of the Yacht Rock anthems. And if you look at Yacht Rock compilations, yes, they do have Yacht Rock compilations. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Pablo Cruz comes up there quite a bit. <laughs> of course. Right? So this song is very smooth. Very kind of easy flow. You can almost like see your parents dancing to it a little bit. I just think right? like in, in, instantly in my mouth I have the taste of Seagram's <laughs> or Bottles and James or <laughs> Bartles and James, you know. The wine coolers are <laughs> yes, flowing. Yes, I have a wine right? cooler taste in my mouth <laughs> immediately. <laughs> this is a, a late 70s entry. I want to say 78, 79 when this, yeah. when this was released. Um, it peaked pretty high on Billboard's Top 100 and finished, I believe, close to the top 10 for the year. Wow. So. A very, uh, a very well-regarded, well-regarded song, and I think a, a good way to kind of introduce you to yacht rock because it doesn't. I guess, for, at least for me, it didn't feel like yacht rock, right? When I defined it, um, but for all you yacht, yacht rock purists out there, you can yell at me and let me know that I'm a fool for not thinking this Pablo Cruz song "Love Will Find a Way" is a yacht rock song. Enjoy. Our Miami Vice outfits, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, who's who in this situation, though? Who's Crockett and who's Tubbs? You're definitely the leader. Mm. Am I Don Johnson in this situation? You're totally Don Johnson. Oh, okay. I'm a I'm a Tubbs guy. <laughs> <I think>. Yeah. <laughs> hey Tubbs. Just just hanging out, <laughs> waiting for some action. Oh. So uh, here's the thing about Yacht Rock. Not a lot of ladies. It's a predominantly white man thing. Very much. Very which much. Which is kind of annoying, but I'm okay with it in its little bubble. Yes. Um, so 
to break out of that, I picked Sade because I feel like Sade encapsulates such, she is the smooth, you know, that, that line between pop and jazz, that incredible voice, that smooth rhythm, um, Sweetest Taboo is what I picked. It was hard to pick between Smooth Operator and Sweetest Taboo. Both But Sweetest Taboo songs. has the Caribbean thing, so we yep. can pull back into like the island life and... And the diamond line. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, other than that, I mean, Sade is amazing. Sade, as you, some people would say. I was just going to say. But I say Sade. Do you think. Uh, do I've you never think seen. I've never said Sade, even though it says on the spine of the CD, Sade. I called her Sade for forever. <laughs> <laughs> I never called her Sade. I don't know why. You guys don't know Sade. about that new Sade album? It's, it's, <laughs> it's damn <dope>. good. <laughs> dope you gotta get yourself some sage. <laughs> so here's Sade about this yacht rock mix and sailing and the water and everything there's a quiet storm right now what our world is going through we have multiple hurricanes happening so this is a shout out to everyone maintaining some sanity and surviving all of these things that are happening stay with safe. irma and andrew yep uh, just i just want to put that out there i want the good vibes to go out to these people that are dealing with such crazy massive storm like nobody's ever seen so Definitely. from houston to florida to all the keys yep and all the islands be safe our next song that we're going to is from what some people would say would be a giant of the late 70s particularly because of one album and one song mm. uh we're talking about jerry rafferty oh, and gosh. The song Baker Street from the album City to City. Oh, I love that man. And <laughs> for those of you that may not know what song that is, I guarantee you as soon as you hear it play, you're going to recognize it. Because it's been sampled for our hip-hop heads quite a few times on mm. a bunch of different hip-hop songs. Um, but Jerry Rafferty's success shouldn't only be warranted to his late 70s uh, you know, music, the, the, especially this song and this album, City to City, because he was a former member of Steeler's Wheel. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that part. I always forget about that. And I assure you, Bob Dylan was not a member of Steeler's Wheel, <laughs> regardless of how many people keep telling me, oh, wasn't Bob Dylan in that band? What? No. I've had that happen a few times. Hmm. Whenever I play Stuck in the Middle with you, someone's like, oh, I love Bob Dylan. I'm like, 
Huh. I don't like you anymore. Huh. Just like that. <laughs> but <laughs> and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. You're like I'm gonna cough your ears while it's playing because it's a thing to do. Baker Street has a quality I think that again when you're talking about and I, Mary just mentioned a second ago this adult contemporary kind of style right mm-hmm. it, it's easygoing yet it still has this jazzy feeling it yes. still has yes, kind of this influence from like what like funk and soul may have been in the mid 70s these influences that were all playing together and molding into something different and i think that city to city the entire album doesn't necessarily reflect that but this song baker street kind of you can feel a, a lot of the different influences that this musician who has seen numerous bands through the 70s is mm-hmm. trying to do while he's on his own because he is a singer songwriter guitarist yeah. for this for this mm-hmm. band and uh just just wait i mean first few notes of this song you're gonna you're gonna slap yourself and say oh i know this song i think a majority of our listeners aren't educated enough to know jerry rafferty yeah i'm just you think so you know i think so you think I so i think so okay. i mean i don't know maybe I believe in you people. <laughs> All right. I don't. I think another key thing real quick, though, is that we talked about instrumentation. You know, mm-hmm. um, this Jerry Rafferty, Baker Street has that sax solo. And yeah. that's another key thing into the Yacht Rock thing is there's got to be saxophone. Mm-hmm. It's smooth jazz. I mean, yeah. that's where smooth jazz starts. We've got George Benson and, Very much. you know, that guitar, that jazz guitar thing, that saxophone signature, mm-hmm. that rhythm. Yeah. Although with uh, Jerry Rafferty, I'm just going to say he's an English dude, right? He is. Or no, he's Scottish. Scottish, yeah, born in so Scotland. So he's an island dweller, and mm-hmm. they do boats and stuff, right? Hey, <laughs> makes sense. But right down the line is my absolute, is one of my absolute yeah. favorite. Um, I love Jerry Rafferty. So. Here's Baker Street. That's probably sacrilege to hear. Okay, maybe but I, I have prefer heard the it. Food Hold Fighters on. solo because I don't like saxophone like that because it makes me feel weird, like we were just talking about. Yes, like a porn. Yeah, it makes me feel yeah. like, ew. Yeah. Like, there's something I don't. <laughs> and so I prefer the Foo Fighters that, because that, it's guitar instead that free of. Flo- free flowing saxophone music just conjures porno for you. I know, it's weird, right? Interesting. <laughs> it's the sexy sax intro. <laughs> Speaking of sexy. Okay. Michael McDonald. 
Very we can't sexy. not talk about Mike McDonald and the Doobie Brothers when we talk about Yacht Rock. I mean, Silver Fox. Multiple songs could be included from both of them. Yes. Solo and Doobie Brothers into a mix of a yacht mix. So. Very much. Silver Fox, lots of, you know, white tuxedo or white... Uh, white flowy tuxedos. Yeah, it was not even a tuxedo. It's like a linen white leisure, suit. Leisure suit. Yes, yeah, so a leisure suit. suit is what I see in my head. And we talk about, you know, how many times this has been covered or sampled. Yep. Um, I chose I Keep Forgetting. I Keep Forgetting. Oh, no. <laughs> We're not in love anymore. So, Warren G. Yep. Uh, that's a famous sample of it. But to me, you just can't not have. That was on your covers or your sampling. Yes. Mix. Yes, absolutely. I mean. Yep. It's Mike everything. McDonald making another appearance. <laughs> He's been around on a few of these. Yes, a few of these so far. So most recently, Thundercat. Mm-hmm. We played with Thundercat, yep. um, and I think it falls into that same thing still, where it's like, still why trying, people still trying to reshape in his sound, still <laughs> yeah. doing it. Yeah. So anyway, here's Mike McDonald. I keep forgetting. Michael. Does he think really? He prefers it. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really Whatever. had a conversation. I've, I've listened to him so much, I feel like I know him <laughs> as, better as Mike. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. So thanks, Mike McDonald, for making uh, making our lives a little better with that song. Mm-hmm. Moving on to a our next song and a former member of the Steve Miller Band before he found lots of acclaim in the 70s as a singer-songwriter and a solo act. We have... Mr. Boz Skaggs coming to the coming to the uh, the one. playlist here with a song called Lido Shuffle from his album made in 1976 Silk Dressings Silk Silk Degrees Silk Degrees <laughs> sorry <laughs> Silk Dressings hmm. isn't it yeah Silk Degrees I'm sorry Silk Degrees That's cool <laughs> It's the porn you got me thinking about Ew. the porn now Silk Dressings you know Ew. Anyways, <laughs> uh, this song in particular, I'm just gonna interject here that you can't not sing along. Like, no, yeah. Oh, that is some seriously catchy Definitely. stuff going on. So. And again, like I, I'm sure everybody's starting to see this theme kind of going right. We got this kind of, and I, Mary had mentioned earlier, maybe getting the analysis on what the BPM of all these songs are. Yes. To get an idea mm-hmm. as to maybe there's like a method to how you know even more like we can finally 
put to rest what a the definitive answer of what a yacht rock definition is because they got to fit into this many BPMs and yes, <laughs> and there's got to be certain instruments included. Correct, correct. If you don't have a saxophone, you got to have a smooth, silky piano, right? Correct. You got to have a funky yes. bass line, right? You got to have all those things. It helps. Uh, so, Boskags, everyone, well, maybe not everyone, but I, I knew because of my inheritance of a whole bunch of LPs mm. from some family members that he was like a critic darling. Like, people love his yeah. stuff that he did in the early 70s. Seems like a musician's musician. Very much, yeah. very much. Yeah. But it wasn't until the late 70s and uh, this album from Silk Degrees that he uh, that he found a lot of success. Mm -hmm. And Lido Shuffle is, again, that song that I, I like to call it a jukebox song because I see oh, it on sure. tons of jukeboxes yeah. out there. But yeah. I've also heard, uh, I heard a guy one time just kill it one time. At a karaoke bar with this song. There you go. Yeah. Another karaoke song. Just, uh, just remembered that. <laughs> and uh, he killed it. And I'm like, oh, man, this song. He, he knocked Whoa. it out the park. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Right? He had the whole crowd yeah. going. Well, it's got that thing. It also, like, Brandy, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Brandy's but Brandy is, really good. was an alternate on one of my <laughs> ah, lists. of yep. course. So here <laughs> is Boss Gags and So I always put Boz Skaggs, George Benson, and Steely Dan in the same pile. That's and a good like pile. And it's that, like that thing, that yep. jazz thing. So Very much. And uh, who just passed? Which one of the... I know that I'm sorry, sacrilege to all you Steely Dan fans, but I'm sorry that you lost one of your favorite musicians ever. Yep. I was never a huge fan because they made me feel funny. Yep. And I'm not a white man. <laughs> I guess I don't know. No <laughs> offense, guys. I get it, and it's not to say that Ricky hasn't been stuck in my head for the last week and a half. There are so. people who live by Steve. I know. Man. I know it. I mean, I know it. My like, friend Steve Wiley. That oh, Steve and I would have so many conversations. And shout out to my friend Julian, who yeah. a huge Steely Dan fan. So off subject conversation. I was in Denver recently, and I was there during a uh, fish concert, mm. and. <laughs> A bunch of fish fans were there, and That's they what happens at concerts chartered their own bus, and they all walked in. I was staying at a really like pretty nice hotel. Yeah, and I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, 
when I think of fish fans, I don't think of like a wealth of people able to afford like. What are you talking about? I mean, these people make a lot of money. You, do they? I think so. You think so? Yeah, I think it's like an upper echelon of how much see, money you have to to make. I to don't want to be that, stereo- that, that stereotype guy or anything, <laughs> but looking at how many flip flops and cut off jeans that I saw in there <laughs> did not look like people were like making it ranking in the bucks. Uh, I mean, right? that's what you save up for. I mean, most fish fans that I know oh, of course, yeah. save all their money to, to go see fish and go f- see the dead, whatever variation of the dead is happening right mm-hmm. now. Definitely. And, you but know, they, uh, work but hard, play hard seems to be that kind of group's mentality. Yeah. Oh, in my I, I could, yeah, th- I could see that. I could so. see that. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. But <laughs> at the same time, like, I was there and all I kept thinking about, because I'm not, I'm not a big fish fan. I like a couple of songs, maybe, but I'm not a huge fish fan. And I know a few people who are huge fish fans and the kind of passion that they have for their band is inspiring. I, I want to love a band as much as they love that band. Right. But I overheard a group at a table that were sitting there. They were talking about Steely Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's right in that, that jam band thing. Right. You know, that, yeah. That's whatever the groove is. So. Yep. I definitely. like that you talked about fish while we're sailing. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. You catch fish when you go on yeah. your yacht sometimes. So it's the children of the yacht rock at era, uh, uh, right? Maybe a, a wee bit. Yeah, we a portion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't fish, even know where else to go with their, that. Fish so. found their their claim in like the early nineties, right? Yeah, like early nineties. 90, yeah. yeah, they formed in I think eighty eight. I just yeah. looked this up. Oh, you did because we were trying to figure out how old fish was okay and how long they've been doing it and 88 i believe they've been doing it a long time yes so wow okay uh i don't know how to segue out of this into what i chose next other than more of that fm gold that i'm talking about fm gold (laughs) um oh the other signature thing i suppose is harmonies and Mm -hmm. really good uh layered almost folky thing to the songs that were going on everything in this Yacht Rock era to me is a very American thing, I suppose. And so I chose America. You Can Do Magic, nice. which is such a smooth, it's another smooth song with their harmonies and their amazingness. Um, so anyway, uh, we talked about Jerry Rafferty, and I'm sure some Fleetwood Mac will slip into there as people outside of America. And Christopher Cross, yeah. where's he from? I'm not sure. We'll do some research. We'll do. But for now... Here's America, you can do magic. With a word you try my tears, you can do magic. You can have anything that you desire. Magic. And you know you're the one who can put out the fire. You know darn well when you cast your spell.
at night that I think it was Time Warner or someone would do the advertisements for uh, different compilation albums. Oh, yes. Remember yeah, my America brother and I are one? huge fans yeah. of those. We're just like, we want to buy all of those. Yeah, uh, but they did that whole like hour-long thing just dedicated to yeah. America. Time Life, right? Yeah. yeah, that's it, Time Life, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Time Life. All America. I want all of those. I used to like the I my mom has the sounds of the seventies and Ooh, sounds of the eighties. You could have pulled everything that oh, we're sure listening have, to yeah. out of there. <laughs> That's awesome. So moving on to our next group and uh we're going to a group called Player. Play a play. Play on. <laughs> it's funny that play we, on player. That's, a, <laughs> that's what we had. And I and uh player is uh, still two white guys mm. on the cover of their album, but they were very popular in the late 70s, and everybody knows their big hit, Baby Come Back. Baby Come Back. Does it make you hungry for Burger King? That's right. It's a Burger King jingle, <laughs> isn't it? Yes, it is. Holy smokes. So yeah, anyways, that's kind of how I fall into this, too. Like Our lives have become commercialized by these songs as well. You yes. Know? They're like... So Baby Come Back hit the Billboard Top 100, stayed there for three weeks, and was a follow up uh was a follow up to a bunch of different hits that happened yeah. at that time but for a player or no for... no no for different groups right okay. so the reason why they didn't like like there's a whole bunch of albums that came out at that time when they when this song was popular that mm-hmm. didn't make it but danger zone oh was another one that that kind of knocked them like as they were climbing up the charts they got knocked back down but they had they kept staying there, you know, for those three yes. weeks, and everybody thought they were going to make it. I've, I went looking into research from this. I read that there was a, a lot of people who thought that after Baby Come Back, this is going to be like their platform, launch. their yeah. launch for like their next song. But they kept getting hidden by other other artists, which is funny because uh, one of the artists that kept Player from getting to that number one spot. It's on our list. It's Kenny Loggins. <laughs> yeah, Kenny up. Loggins. Yeah. I mean, Loggins and Messina and Kenny Loggins oh, in yeah. general. Definitely. He's, he's, you can't have a Yacht Rock mix without that haunt. You can't. That guy, so. You can't. So here's uh, Baby Come Back by Player, everyone. Spending all my nights, all my money going out on the town. Doing anything just to get you over my mind. Back where I started again And trying to forget you was just a waste of time Baby, come back Any kind of fool could see There was something in everything about you Baby, come back You can blame it all thematically within these yacht rock songs it's all about like leaving people or them getting left and the divorce rate being really high maybe could be 
Could I be. I feel, I keep thinking about what it's like in society in the late 70s, early 80s. It must be nice to People go through back. a breakup and have my yacht to keep me comfort- <laughs> comforted. True. True. That's a very good point, Monty. <laughs> I'm but, leaving you. You know, they're still sad bastards. I can't I believe mean, you left me. I'm oh, going to my yacht. <laughs> we could talk about Overboard because yeah. that's one of my favorite films if we're just going to offshoot Kurt a little Russell, bit there. Right? Kurt Russell yes. and Goldie Hawn. Oh, my God. I love yeah. that movie. It's ridiculous. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, so you pick that one, Baby Come Back. Mm-hmm. And my next song, I chose Firefall. Yes. Which, you know, we talk about AM and FM Gold again. Firefall is one of those bands where I never knew the name. I just always knew the song and all the lyrics. Because yes. riding on the bus is what you hear. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this multiple times, but growing up for me, we had things called bus songs because yes. we had such few songs. And I have so many memories of singing songs with all the kids on the bus yep just because that's like this like to me i'm like that's like a pastoral little memory yep (laughs) so firefall just remember i love you is such a smooth song and it's about love and but breakups and we're gonna break up but just remember i love you and it'll be all right and so i hope you found a yacht to like go find some solace When there's so much trouble that you want to cry The world has crumbled and you don't know why When your hopes are fading and they can't be found Dreams are left you waiting, friends are let you down Just remember I love you and it'll be alright from firefall do they have anything else that's popular uh i'm sure there was a couple more that you'd probably know um but real quick that song was on the album called luna sea oh get it yeah (laughs) that's good and it was the number one on the adult contemporary chart in 1977 soft rock for the win y'all so we're going next to who i would like to think would be uh as big as the Christopher Cross, as big as the Michael McDonald's. We're talking about Kenny Loggins. Yes, the, and the man there. The man. The man, the myth, the beard. The soundtrack man <laughs> for many people, because I'm sure many people know him from Footloose, Danger Zone. Yes. He did a song for Caddyshack, which I think is great. I like that song quite a bit. Holiday and, uh, Road. Yeah, yep. Holiday oh, Road? Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. No, Lindsay wrong, Buckingham. Wrong See, yep. I did it again. That's Lindsay. That's Lindsay Buckingham. But... Uh, Kenny Loggins has still has a phenomenal career and still does concerts all over the place. Right. Still to this day. And the fact that he transcends like it's it's weird to say that he has a rock and roll side. Right. That, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the 80s knows him for. But, you know, he also had a song in the late 70s that is a, a song that people define as a 
as a yacht rock song. Well, absolutely. I mean, Loggins and Messina alone. Loggins and Messina as a group and the storytelling. Definitely. 1979, Keep the Fire is the album. Kenny Loggins, you know, before he got the big hits for Danger Zone and for some of the soundtracks that he came out with. I mean, this is like an early, early Loggins song. I think, yeah. I want to know how many years they were. he was out of Loggins and Messina at this point in time. This might be his second I don't know. Solo. We're going to have to go watch a documentary now again <laughs> and find out. <laughs> so the song we're going to listen to is This Is It. And when oh, I played it for Mary so earlier, I told her it sounds like a George Michael intro. Like <laughs> I probably thought it was George Michael for a long time, but uh, this is it. Just has this quality <laughs> again that I, I, I just, it's just, and I keep saying this, this line. I keep saying smooth a lot today, oh, yeah. but it, it is very much like the only way that I can describe this song. And uh, this is it. Just I, it just has like a, a great, like I, I just really personally still love this song. Like if I was gonna put it on a list of like road trip songs or... How do you really feel about this song? I love this song. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. So, right. This is it. Yep. They start to cross over. For those of you that don't know, Michael McDonald makes a cameo on that in the refrain. Killing it. <laughs> Killing it, small. Mike McDonald, our boy. This is it. <laughs> this is it, almost. Uh, so at the next one I chose is also very thematic to water and and sailing and yachting and also one of those songs that i always have known i don't yep. know a lifetime without this being part of the pop music lexicon soft rock anthem yep. kind of situation it's Toby gray's drift away which sounds a lot like uh like he, he could have almost been in the nitty-gritty band in a way but he chose to go hang yep. out I suppose some of this is like folk versus urban. Like it's country mouse versus city mouse and in a lot of these situations where it's folk music, but it's city, you know, this urban. This is our first uh, black artist of the uh, of the thing, right? <laughs> Sade. I mean, she's Oh, that's Caribbean, right. I'm sorry. The yeah. Caribbean queen. You're like, women don't count. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fight, guys. Be right back. I want you to know I believe in your song In rhythm and rhyme and harmony 
help me along Making me strong Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll And drift away Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I wanna get lost in your rock and roll And drift away I don't think you got my joke earlier when I was talking about the, the Allman Brothers. The Allman Brothers? The Allman Brothers. Because for the longest time, I thought Drift Away was an Allman Brothers song. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yes, because it's Southern. Yeah. Like that Southern, that's that Gulf Coast thing to me. Yes, you know? definitely. Uh, the Alan Toussaint, you know, Summer Nights. Yep. Um, it's got that vibe. Very it's much. easy peasy, breezing. Breezing songs. <laughs> yeah. So I go on to a gentleman named Jay Ferguson next, and uh, he was the lead singer of Spirit. Oh. Yeah, lead singer of Spirit. Everybody who loves to talk about Spirit. Well, yep. not everybody. There's a very select people, but when you talk about Spirit, they really get into it. Oh, so. they really get into it, definitely. Um, but Jay Ferguson had an interesting career because after Spirit, he kind of moved away from the more – have, or the more rock-oriented songs and mm-hmm. kind of into this uh, contemporary soft soft rock, you know, position. Uh, but his album, Thunder Island, produced the song Thunder Island, which we're going to go to next. Interesting tidbit about Jay Ferguson. Jay Ferguson went on to become a film composer. Oh, really? And that's when I first heard about him because he composed music for The Terminator and oh. for Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5. Whoa. So how Monty came to pick Jay Ferguson for his for his list came from the fact that I heard him in a discussion on, a, on Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5 talking about the music for that. Whoa. And then came up with, oh, yeah, hey. He was also the lead singer Spirit. Oh, hey, what do you know? He had a contemporary soft rock uh, album, albums. Like, that guy is very well-rounded. Yeah, a few albums. So here's Thunder Island, everybody. Enjoy.
Amazing. Sorry for that background noise there. That was that was Monty and my stuff going on <laughs> in the background. It's an eventful day today, everybody. <laughs> We're trying to keep it together. We're trying to keep it together. Because <sighs> all we want to do is we want to sail away. Uh-huh. We want to drift away. Yeah. We want to go to Thunder Island. We want to sail over. Over. You're going to connect this. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. We're going to go by the southern cross and sail down to thunder island nice via and while we're gone just remember that we love you <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i was stretching there guys um another big hit here for 70s artists dave mason um i chose this this falls right into that weird relationship thing too where you oh yeah find your escape by getting on a boat and going away yep uh, I've chose Dave Mason's We Just Disagree. I don't know about you, but for me, this is absolutely one of the best songs just in music lexicon Yep. to me. I agree. If you've ever had a hard time and you really do love someone and you argue all the time, but you still love a person, you know, we just disagree. Yep. Sometimes you just got to come to that point, and I wish, you know, more people would realize that, especially in the time that we're in. So this comes out in August of 1977, again, Mm -hmm. right in line. Yep. The fact that I came out that year, that we've also picked so many good 1977 songs, is kind of proof in the pudding, I'm just saying. Proof in the pudding. That's a great pick. It really is. Uh, Dave Mason, you can't go wrong with. That's a great pick. So melodies, melodies. Harmonies. That steady. All that. It's just so good. Man, there, there, is a, uh, there definitely is a, <laughs> uh, like a foundation. Like if you want to be a yacht rocker. <laughs> like someone, some talented musicians today should take this podcast, Playbook. look at the breakdown, mm-hmm. find it, and then create their own yacht rock album. Right? I mean, I guess Lord, everything Lord old, just did that, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <Everything>, <laughs> Only with higher production and some old pop becomes stuff new, to it. right? That's true. We, can, we need I new mean, new yacht rock. Hmm. Would you say there's a new yacht rock? Who would you describe to today uh, as a Tame yacht? Tame Impala for some reason comes to mind. Yeah. In that smoothness. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's more like instrumentalist almost. 
are coming to mind now yeah. as opposed to singer songwriter um, kind of situation. So definitely mm. the the melodies from Yacht Rock are present oh, today, yes. but melodies. maybe not the singer songwriter approach. Yeah, the melodies are there. The harmonies are incredible. Yeah. Where are they? I think you've set out a very good mission for musicians and people. Next episode, everybody, we're going to have a Yacht Rock band present in here. (laughs) A new Yacht Rock band. That's going to be amazing. So (laughs) the next group we have coming up is uh, the 10CC, right? And a little little tidbit about them is uh, their name, the 10CC, is derived from the uh, average semen ejaculated by a man. So uh, there you go. 10CC. Uh, you can uh, listen on your on your yacht rock with that little tidbit at the Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> Share that with your friends and your buddies. But the group is a uh, is a all star cast of British rock singers People from an island. Yeah, and uh, you know authors for Yardbird songs. The uh, just a ton of different people. Uh, Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders is one of one of the one of the artists from here came from. Uh, their lead singer authored a couple Yardbird songs. They came together to create uh, the band, the 10CC, and just scrolling through Yacht Rock stuff, I came across this song and was like, oh my goodness, like I I know this song, right? <laughs> Again, it was it, all my discoveries have been this. Oh, I know I this know song. This. I didn't know this was Yacht oh. Rock. So. Very much uh, a surprise to me that this band came up and the fact that I knew a song from them, but I didn't really know a lot. Of, do you know a lot about the 10CC? Uh, I'm not in love. I mean, 10CC's I'm not in love is a big yeah. song. 10CC always made me feel weird. That one in particular, you know. Yep. I'm not, because I couldn't understand it. I was like, what does he mean? He's, But basically, it's a typical guy thing with them where he doesn't want to be in love He's being a player in that's my a, head. That's, that's how typical, I see it. Typical guy thing. That's how I see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just denying how much you like a person or want to be with a person. Okay, I see that. Because they Definitely. really are in love, but yep. he says he's saying that he isn't. And it's, the I song we're going to listen to today is called "Dreadlock Holiday." I don't know it by title. Yes, and again, the only reason I know it is because I believe it played in a movie, and I can't oh. remember what movie it was, but I remember the song. As like, oh, I know the song, huh. right? So here's uh, 10CC and Dreadlock Colony. Well, he looked down at my silver chain. He said, I'll give you one dollar. I said, you've got to be joking, man. It was a present from my mother. He said, I like it, I want it I'll take it off your hands and you'll be sorry You cross me, you better understand that you're alone
I knew I knew this from somewhere. It's from Snatch, the movie Snatch. I never saw it. It's on their soundtrack, I and I had Snatch. that soundtrack. Ah. So I, I knew that this band came around somewhere because when I went looking through stuff, I'm like, oh, I have this song. But it wasn't from the Snatch album. It was from someplace else. So somewhere along my line, I went out and got one song from a soundtrack. And I didn't go get the rest of the soundtrack. (laughs) So the Snatch album, which I'm going to have to go back and look and see what the track listing is. Uh Because nothing else stood out on that that album except for Dreadlock Holiday. Because I went out and got just that one song. Weird. I know. Strange. Weird. So there you go. I knew I knew it from a movie. (laughs) Most things you do. Most I things. I mean, Most. really. You, you have Most. that big old movie brain in there. Most so. things I know from a movie. <laughs> Mostly. Um, so, this next song that I chose. The final. The final song the final for song. me is, to me, one of the all-time best songs ever written. Just hands down. Agree. If I am out and about and there's a jukebox available, I always pick this song. And one of my, <laughs> like, anytime it comes on, everybody sings it. Everybody lightens. Everybody starts yep. moving and singing. And this is my jam, also associated with one of my best friends. Anytime we hear it, this is our jam. So I have a lot of love for it. This is Toto's Africa. I mean, Toto, we know, is an incredible band that wrote multiple incredible songs. So, But for me, this is, you know... This is about traveling to Africa or, you know, he's blessing the rains down in Africa. Yep. But it's really, if you're going to be on a on a yacht, I suppose, sailing there, this is a good one to do. Um, do you have any Toto thoughts? I love this song. <laughs> and I when you said a jukebox song, I've seen it yeah. in every jukebox I've gone to. Uh, I hear people make fun of this song. Oh a yeah. Lot more, oh, it goes both. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everybody loves it, but they make fun of it. Exactly. So. And that's the thing. Like, but part of what I think the appeal for this song is is that uh, it it has such a like uplifting kind of vibe to it. It right? also has that three part thing to mm-hmm. it because it's got a slow intro and then the chorus is incredible. Yep. It's very much like a band on the run, but three. Very much. Three parts instead of one. Yep. It was hard to pick because Roseanne from Toto is also very good um, as a a yacht rock song. But, I mean, how do you not go with Africa? But this is definitely their, I mean, this is the one song I think of first when I think of Toto. <laughs> Absolutely. I bless He turned to me as if to say Hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you. I 
really don't know how you're going to top that shit. Well, so, good luck. The way I'm going to top it is by talking about the man who defines Yacht Rock. And our last song today comes from Christopher Cross. <laughs> yes. Yep. And his monster album, titled, self-titled monster debut, album, right? yeah. debut, mm-hmm. that found so many hits that launched them into the 1980s as probably the biggest like newcomer yeah. for the 1980s. And unfortunately, that was that was unfortunately about it. Like, well, you know, he did he the had Arthur a, theme. Yeah, the Arthur theme is huge. But after that, it was. Uh, I mean, and then a resurgence whenever, you know, when they were doing a lot of the Yacht Rock stuff, Jason Timberlake and uh, yes, Jimmy Fallon. Definitely. They had Christopher Cross on the yeah. show. And but definitely, he still I think, works and he's think, still out uh, there doing stuff. I still think people, like, again, like when you, we talked about Toto and Africa, people make fun of it. I yes. think people make fun yes. of Christopher Cross. Yes. But like I mentioned before, I listened to this album from start to finish and I really liked it. And there's a reason it sold that many. Yeah, you know, exactly. You that's not a... That there were so many people in my family that had this album, people that I knew who had this album, and the record store guy who said, this is the most common album we get coming in, right? And there's them, something yeah. to be said about that, but it also retired as well, too. Like, it was definitely something that was of its time that yeah. <clears throat> made a made an impact on a whole lot of people, but then also left very quick. Yeah. But Sailing... And the many songs from this album are the one are the songs that I, I remember being on those Rhino Records greatest hits, right? That I remember oh, seeing yeah. on the sounds of the eighties oh, or yes, you know, absolutely. the absolutely. Time Life uh, versions and stuff. You you saw these ones all the time. And it'd be easy to end today with sailing, uh, but I'm sure that's what the song that everybody knows mm-hmm. uh corresponds with this. And this album did come out in 1979 yeah and we are going to end today with ride like the wind from christopher cross to me this is way better than sailing like ride like the wind is it got that that tempo Mm -hmm. and it's got a vibe to it you're literally riding the wind like in sailing so we haven't even talked like why is christopher cross so into like boating right (laughs) they asked me i saw do we know why asked him that one time and right, and they said, "Why did you make a song called Sailing?" And his response was exactly what you think it would be. Oh, I just really like sailing. Oh, okay, then there it is, <laughs> and ride like the wind. Christopher Cross and Ride Like the Wind, everybody. And uh, Mary came, brought something to my attention, which I thought was re- really interesting. Our boy Michael McDonald has made an appearance three times on the podcast today as a song pick 
and has two cameos mm-hmm. because on Ride Like the Wind, he is also featured featured <laughs> with background vocals. <laughs> He's our man. He's so our man here. The moral of the Yacht Rock story is go buy a Michael McDonald album because uh, <laughs> that, that that guy was everywhere uh-huh. when it came to Yacht Rock. True. But I don't want I don't want to end this making it sound like Yacht Rock isn't something that I, I that I'm making fun of. No, I appreciate it quite a yeah. bit. And that trip where I discovered maybe for the first time a lot of these songs, but knew that they were part of the lexicon of my yes. musical verbiage for you're, forever. You already knew them. But yeah, you didn't I know already you knew, knew them, them, but I didn't know they were defined as Yacht Rock. And there's something I think that should be stated about that because I do think Michael McDonald's super talented. I think that Christopher Cross album is doing Absolutely. something really, really genius with, with what is going on at the time. Absolutely. And people like Kenny Loggins, who came in and visited it for a little bit and jumped out with Sade, who came in and visited it. It was an influence that that said something to people mm-hmm. that they had to venture into. And whether or not it was by accident, maybe their music was their sound was already going that direction, or maybe they just wanted to do something that was uh, of the time. Yeah, it does say something. And you know, I think uh, I think. I'm really happy with the amount of the songs that we put forward today. I think. Well, yeah. I think, I think this is like right. a phenomenal 16 track yacht rock. <laughs> it, it, well, it album. is. You know, the only thing we're missing is Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood and Hall Notes. We put in there and, and Hall Notes. Notes. Yep. Um, but I think we pared it down very much so because Fleetwood Mac and Hall Notes can be put into a whole different yeah just pop thing. Mm-hmm. This is more about smooth jazz, soft rock, nice yacht harmonies. Rock, yep, harmony screaming from folk to. It's that window again. I think yep. that was really key to what we were talking about earlier about that window of time that is is a, a very interesting time in American history that nobody really talks about. The end of the 70s exactly. into early 80s. Everybody, this is this is that window. And, you know, and that, that may be something that we'll never get again. I mean, we'll have yeah, people who have I mean, influences, but the world is going to continue to change. Like, it, we, we may not see a time that has that kind of touch with music the yeah. touch with what's going on experientially in the world we may not have that combination we'll have a different combination mm-hmm. and it will evoke new music and new style of music or even like like i talk about with um, the mumble rap that we have right now yes i don't like it but it is an, uh, it is a byproduct of our world yeah right yeah Pe- especially when you talk about like how easy it is now to get music out to a large demographic yes, of people absolutely the fact that anybody can do it right Pre- prevails the fact that yes it is accessible now it's open to everybody <laughs> we may not have that with yacht rock because i do think that those are musicians and singer songwriters and there's a large amount of talent that's going on in there that we may not find in that kind of excess again yacht rock so big ups to the yacht rock big ups to the yacht rock <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for sitting with us today and discussing Yacht Rock. We had a great time with it. And I love that we were able to get to a part of music that is so specific. Like sometimes we're pretty broad and we can bring in a lot of stuff, but this feels like nail on the head. Oh, we narrowed in. We just narrowed in in and shot a missile at this one. Uh, So tune in again, everybody. We will be back very soon. Something in October really fun for you guys. And uh, we hope to see you out and about around Arizona. It's getting nice outside. We can start having concerts outside. We can start yeah. seeing each other outside of dark dark houses, <laughs> right? 
and uh, definitely want to see you guys out there. And thank you so much for continued listening and all your wonderful suggestions. My name is Monty. My name is Mary. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>